Good morning. It's 1130. I'm Russell Gant. Acclaimed Israeli cellist Matt Heimovitz is in town to play a series of concerts featuring the Bach cello suites, and they're paired with overtures created by leading contemporary composers from around the world. Concerts tonight and tomorrow, well, they're sold out, but tickets are still available for Sunday afternoon's performance. That's at 2 o'clock at the historic Oslo Theater. So, Matt, welcome to Sarasota. Thank you. Good to be back after, I think it's been 30-something years. I was a little kid when I, when I was here last. Right. You, you said you were here for <laughs> Sarasota Music Festival. I was, yeah. My, my teacher, Ron Leonard, was, was uh, teaching at, at the festival, and I was, I was there getting lessons and playing master classes. See, we always, we always kind of brag about what the Sarasota <laughs> uh, Music Festival brings to the arts community and, uh, you know, some, some great, great musicians, uh, such as you, uh, have uh, certainly participated in that. So, yeah, welcome back. Thank you. So you've got this new CD. Uh, brand new CD of uh, Overtures and Bach, and it kind of pairs the old with the new. Uh, can you, how would you describe this this project? Well, I, I like to think of it like time travel, basically. I, I, I commissioned six composers to engage each of the of the six Bach cello suites mm-hmm. and to set it, set it up. It's funny that you started with, with an opera tune before this, because actually I wanted them to treat each of the suites operatically. There are no words, but, but each one has a narrative, and, and each one tells a story, and, and each one sort of is, is in a very specific key that, that conjures up all kinds of emotion, affect. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so basically, I, they're writing overtures. They're writing you know, literally a, a way to sort of introduce the story and action that takes place in the, in, in the Bach. And, and so we, we uh, you know, I spent so much of my time looking back at Bach and trying to get to the heart of it, studying manuscripts, uh, you know, looking at the tools of the time, gut strings on the cello mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something to look forward uh, with, this, with this music and bring this music forward and, and into, the, into our, our time and, and uh, really kind of show the, the, the continuing trajectory, the, the continuing relationship of composers today and what Bach was doing 300 years ago. So you've got one great composer and then you've got six uh, suites. How did you choose the six composers out of all that are available today? Well, I, I started uh, one by one, actually. I didn't, have, I didn't have an idea of all six at once. Mm-hmm. I, I started with Philip Glass because I've been working with him for a few years now and have become very close. And uh, with Philip, I, I knew that he'd be very busy also, and, and I, I wanted to see if he'd, if he'd take it on. And he right away, very, with a lot of humility, he just, he said, yeah, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll join, it's a great project. I love Bach. <laughs> it's so important to me, and, and I love these pieces so much. I'll, I'll do it. And, and he gave me, he actually mentored me through the, through the process, and oh. he, sa- he said, uh, just make sure that since you're, you're commissioning six all at once, make sure that each composer gets paid the same mm. because then you can afford me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, I, I, you know, and it, was, it was a very generous thing to say because it, it was true. You know, and, and, and so I, that's what every, you know, everybody got the same sort of commissioning agreement. And, yeah. and, uh, and, so, and, and then from there, you know, some of the composers I know very well my wife, for example, for the sixth suite, Luna Pro Wolf, yeah. um, who actually turned me down initially for this. Anyway, that's a long story. <laughs> we can we, we can get to it in another segment. But um, she was writing her opera, so she she had a lot of deadlines. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then other other composers like VJ Iyer, who uh, you know I I didn't know him at all. I had heard of him a lo- you know quite a bit and knew of his work, but I, I just messaged him on Facebook and got a reply within. A few minutes, you know, it was just he—he he was so excited to to engage with the Bach and to work together, and 
Wow. So, so, so each with each one, I have a sort of different relationships. So Facebook has some some good <laughs> has a good purpose. I mean, it, I oh like my gosh, Facebook. it has a, it's a it, lot of good purpose. Whenever does, something happens that to the to the end, whenever in my travels I go through some trouble with the airlines, Facebook is amazing. Violent it's amazing. Channel. I, yeah. I I post it on Facebook and I get so much support. Yeah. And and it really puts pressure on the airlines. Yeah. It's, so it's, they, it can do a lot of good. It's not all politics. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> no. Well, very no, good. No, no. Cellist Matt Heimovitz here in our studio in Sarasota. Soda, and uh, we're talking about his, his his new CD and his concerts this weekend, uh, uh, Overtures to Bach. And uh, you're going to play uh, a moment from the uh, third suite today, right, which is major, on, on the yeah. uh, Sunday performance, uh, which are, tickets are still available. And uh, what are you going to play first? I'll, I'll start with the prelude. Good, okay. Good place to start. Sounds like it. Here's Matt Heimovitz live on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9.
opening prelude of the third cello suite from Johann Sebastian Bach, played live on Classical WSMR. Cellist Matt Heimovitz in town to play uh, concerts featuring Bach cello suites paired with overtures created by uh, contemporary composers. Concerts tonight, tomorrow. They're sold out, but Sunday afternoon's performance still has tickets available for the time being. Uh, that's at the historic Oslo Theater this Sunday afternoon at 2. That's just fantastic. Thank you so much for, for sharing that with Pleasure, us. Pleasure. Thank you. I would say, you know, the, the, the greatest job in the world for me to sit here with world-class <laughs> musicians in a, in a small room, but sharing with thousands uh, the, your, your artistry and being able to get the word out about uh, your, your CD and uh, this, this unique project. Can, can you just speak a little bit about your instrument, what, what, what you're playing today? Well, this is a Venetian cello. It's uh, from 1710. One of the great cello makers, Matteo Gofriller. Uh-huh. Uh, came came from Austria, settled in, in Italy with a bunch of his colleagues from from Austria. Actually, um, they just set up shop in uh, in Venice, and uh, he was particularly known for his cellos. He he made some great violins and violas too, but but uh, some great cellists, you know, Pablo Casals, Jano uh, mm. Starker. Historically, many many cellos gravitate to the Gofriller cellos. Yeah, so it's probably quite a history. It has imagine. quite a history. I mean, I I like to think that. Um, you know, Vivaldi was already working at the Ospedale in, yeah. in Venice, and this is a slightly smaller cello. I mean, it's full size, but it's it's not gigantic. And and so I like to think that maybe Vivaldi commissioned it for one of the girls. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's it's possible. But anyway, it was it was around at that at that in that period with you know s- some of the great music yeah. being made yeah. in, in in that area. Kind of makes your head spin. <laughs> you know, I mean, when, when well, you visit, it's, a, it's a direct connection with history. It's just, it's, it's amazing these these instruments, and they're they're pretty magical. They, they, you know, I like to play all the modern repertoire on this. I, I'll play Jimi Hendrix on this cello. Right. I'll, I'll play, of course, Bach uh, is perfect. I mean, Bach was written in 1720, so this cello was around 10 years before Bach composed his, his suites. That's mind-boggling. So here we are again with the old and the new. We've got the Bach suites. We've got these uh, brand-new overtures that, that you commissioned uh, for this new project. And uh, these six composers, uh, as you mentioned, all paid uh, the same <laughs> at Philip Glass's uh, suggestion. Yeah. But uh, still, funding six uh, commissions at the same time, that's, that's, that's not easy to do. How would you go about that? It's a little daunting. I mean, I, I like to dream up interesting projects. And, and um, I guess over the years, I've learned that I'd sort of have to just will them into existence. Uh-huh. Because uh, a big part of that is is funding, because what what we do often requires help, support to right. to to. And and if if I feel strongly enough about something, even if I know that it's not going to pay back, you know that I, I, if I have to do it artistically, I just I sort of literally will it into existence. That's what happened with this with this project. I mean, I um, I called all the composers. I didn't have the funding yet. And uh, I promised them that it would get played a lot. I promised them the recording. I knew I knew I'd be recording them, mm-hmm. um, and I also wanted them to get paid because they have to eat. <laughs> sure. And um, so so then I then I you know the next step for me was was going out and and looking for for a way to fund to fund this this project. And I live I live now in Montreal in Canada. So they didn't want, I, a lot of these composers are American. The grants weren't really supportive of. Mm. They want they wanted Canadian composers, so um, yeah. So so uh, I I thought a nice way to do it would be to pair each each piece, each new piece with a with a patron, and and that you know it could be dedicated to that patron and and um, or someone of their choice. Mm-hmm. But actually, it was much harder than I expected <laughs> to, yeah. to to do it that way, and and 
finally, uh, sort of at the last minute, I I, uh, I was speaking with with uh, a philanthropist who who uh, who just got so excited about the project. He said, "I want to, I'm going to bankroll the whole the, the whole, whole thing, the whole deal." So I actually found it easier to to raise to raise the commissioning money all at once than than it. I, I thought it would be easier and you know with with uh, baby steps, baby yeah. steps. Yeah. But I guess it depends on on and I'm not a I don't spend a lot of time fundraising. I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm not a fundraiser. I'm, yeah. You know, I, I play cello and I, I teach at McGill University, and I, you know, I, I so so. Um, but when something is really important to me, then then I, I, um, I you have to yeah. figure out a way to make it work. Well, I think that's it. If 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 a musician uh, uh, really believes in a project and 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 puts it forth, somebody's going to take note and and hopefully support that in some way. And if I may, uh, we have our. Uh, fundraising campaign next week uh, where our audience will be uh, invited to support this station so we can bring you Matt Heimovitz and these these new projects uh, to the uh, greater public and uh, that's so, important too yeah it's so critical I mean I, you know we're, we're in this campaign season you yeah. know um, where where um, I find it so heartbreaking actually that that so much airtime gets used up with absolute nonsense and and we the 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 arts just don't get brought up ever ever i I mean mean, maybe maybe bernie sanders brought it up a little bit you know in his campaign (laughs) but i mean but it was like it never gets brought up and and and, um it's part of the soul of this of this country and and uh you know the anyway it's it's just it's it's really critical so out there, the audience has to support this station. That's very, exactly. very important. And you can <laughs> do that important. at wsmr.org. We'll be talking about that a lot uh, next week. Um, we're only spending five days fundraising, but uh, we want to be able to bring you these live performances. We want to be able to bring you uh, this this incredible music by living composers and musicians who are, are bringing us this music in a new way. And it's just uh, so so important to have. Uh, let's let's have some more music right now. Uh, this uh, next moment from the cello suite number three, uh, which will be performed Sunday afternoon at the historic Oslo Theater. Here once again, Matt Heimovitz live on Classical WSMR. Anything you want to say about this uh, section? Well, this is the Saraband, so I'm skipping a few movements for inter- interest of time. And come come on Sunday to hear the rest of the suite yeah. and some other works. But um, this is. This is uh, the, the heart of, of each suite is the Sarban. It's the slow dance. And uh, this particular one is especially kind of a, almost a prayer for peace. You can, you can hear the church organ, I think, at, at the beginning with, with the big four-note chords. All right. Music from the third cello suite live on Classical WSMR.
cellist Matt Heimovitz playing that Saraban from the suite number three, the cello suite number three from Johann Sebastian Bach. Matt is in town for concerts uh, this weekend. Uh, two of them are sold out, but tickets still available for Sunday's performance at the historic Oslo Theater. Concerts inspired by his new CD, Overtures to Bach, and uh, it's the Bach Suites, the six suites with six uh, commissioned overtures, unique overtures. Uh, tell us about the one that's paired with the third suite. I understand it's kind of jazzy. It is. It's by V.J. Iyer. V.J. Uh, he, he, got, he received the MacArthur. Uh, Genius Award um, mm. a couple of years ago, and he teaches at, at Harvard University and, and great jazz pianist and, and improviser and composer. Um, so when I commissioned him, he, he was excited to engage the Bach. He, um, he had studied the, the manuscript of Anna Magdalena, the closest surviving manuscript of the, of the Bach cello suites. And, um, and when I received the, the score, my first impression was, this is impossible. I can't, I can't play this. Oh my really? God, it's so hard. I spent three days just, you know, trying to, you know, sort of gradually get into it. And, and after three days, I still sounded terrible on, on it. And then I, I, st- I had a breakthrough and I, I started to sort of make it my own and, and started to, to sort of change the articulations and, and dynamics and um, just opened up a little bit. And, and uh, I st- it started to, to really sort of develop into something. I called him really afraid that he wouldn't like what I was doing because I thought, you know, normally I'm, I'm so faithful to the, uh. to the score. And he said, no, absolutely. That, that's exactly what I intended because I studied, he, he told me, he studied the, the Anna Magdalena manuscript and he noticed that in all these Baroque manuscripts, there's very little indication to the performer of what to do. So, so it, there was much more trust between composer and performer back then, a couple hundred years ago. And so he, he went back to that tradition of sort of wanting me to, to put my stamp on, on the music. So it kind of illustrates the closeness of Baroque music and, and, and modern jazz, in a way. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And he, he, uh, he really, it's such a beautiful, well, you'll have to come on Sunday to hear it, but it, it, it's, he really amplifies the overtones of, of the instrument. The C major suite, you know, our, our lowest note is, is the C. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Bach was very careful in how he chose all of his keys, but the C major suite, especially celebrates the tuning of the instrument. And Vijay goes one step further with, you know, sort of harmonics and, and even even in the in the sort of complex pulse, pulsations and sort of meters that, that he he brings out, um, you know, really using rhythm as kinesthesia, you know, sort of oh. the, 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 you, you'll have to come see it <laughs> okay. to, to, to really to really experience it. But but yeah, I mean I'm I'm using I'm using my my bohm like a like a drummer uses you know wow. a, a stick. It's it's I've never done it before to that degree. I mean it's it's really all right really something. So uh, it's a beautiful beautiful piece. And and interestingly, I that was the first the the program on on that Sunday concert was the first one that I came up with. And then I worked for the I worked around that to, for the other two. But I like pairing the C major suite with the C minor suite. The, so the, I'll be playing the fifth suite as well on on Sunday's program. And that Bach asks you to tune score to Tura, so you bring the A string down to a G, and it darkens the sound of the instrument, and it it um, it really uh, is is quite a heart wrenching suite. And and that is the overture is by David Sanford S. Var he wrote, and uh, that also he, David comes from a big band jazz background, so both both pieces are kind of jazz inspired. I mean, I start I start I start that overture with a. Char- Charlie Mingus, you know, style no ba- bass solo, and then and then I bring in my bow and 
wow. whale. But um, but yeah, the, the, so those, I, I, want, I really wanted to pair those two sort of jazz infused pieces, you know, uh, before before the, the bar. Well, you don't want to miss that. It's Sunday afternoon at the historic Oslo Theater. There are still tickets available. The other two concerts are already sold out. Uh, for information, go to ringling.org and uh, be sure to catch uh, Matt Heimovitz in concert. We have time for one more selection from the third suite. Okay. Uh, if you would, wh- what's, Absolutely. what section? Well, let's just let's complete this suite okay. with the jig. Again, Perfect. each each suite... Uh, the, the final movement is is the, the jig, which kind of wraps everything up. All right, here once again, live on Classical WSMR, cellist Matt Heimovitz. <laughs>
is the, the final moment of that Bach cello suite number three with cellist Matt Heimovitz playing live on Classical WSMR 89.1 and 103.9. You can see Matt in concert uh, this weekend. Uh, two of the concerts already sold out, but Sunday's performance still has a few tickets available. That's at the historic Oslo Theater uh, this Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock. Tickets are at Oslo, or excuse me, at uh, ringling.org. And this concert based on uh, Matt's new CD, Overtures to Bach, which can be uh, gotten at uh, usual places, iTunes, All the usual, yeah. Amazon. Mean, it's, it's, a, yep. it's a wonderful collaboration. We've had our label for 15 years, Oxengill Records, but we collaborate now with Pentatone. Pentatone, yeah. Records in uh, Amsterdam-based uh, label, and, and they have fantastic distribution, so it's, it yeah. should be everywhere. Good deal, good deal. Um, a little bit earlier, you, you mentioned that you played everything from Bach to, to Jimi Hendrix on, on this cello, and I know of, uh, several years ago now that you toured the country visiting rock venues. I uh, did. Clubs. Yeah, and jazz clubs yeah. and yeah, coffee houses. So you've done all sorts of uh, neat projects. Do, do you know what's next? Anything, <laughs> anything cooking? Um, yeah, there's, there's quite a bit down. I mean, you know, we put out now four albums a year with uh, Pentatone. So, oh, so wow. it's incredible. I mean, we have to sort of let the dust settle, but I think th this may be a golden age of, uh, for recorded music in some ways because uh, even though uh, nobody knows exactly what form it's going to take, um, there's some really exciting developments down the pipeline, you know, with like 3D sound yeah, and all yeah. kinds of interesting, interesting things. And, and um, people have access to everything they want at, you know, at the drop of a hat with streaming and everything mm -hmm. else. So, so I'm actually pretty optimistic. And, and, but there's, yeah, there's a, a lot coming down the pipeline. We're, we're working very hard. Um, I mean, the, I collaborate a lot with Christopher O'Reilly, my, my colleague, and, and so we've got a, a Russian album coming out. Um, too bad it couldn't come out now in time for the election, but <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna come what? out. It's gonna come out <laughs> unless it gets hacked. I don't know. But oh, no, no. no, but it, no. Uh, sorry. Okay, but uh, it, it's gonna it's it'll, it'll get released um, in the fall. Yeah. We're, we're, and it it, it, it does. Um, it's sort of four or five generations of persecuted composers, starting with you know Rachmaninoff, Shostakovich, Prokofiev, but then going into some some pop territory with. Uh, with well, the Beatles, uh, they're, not, they're not so persecuted back to the yeah. SSR back in, in the USSR, arrangement, yeah. but uh, Victor Choi, uh, Russian, sort of the Russian Leonard Cohen, and then and then uh, we even arranged Pussy Riot. So uh, that should have come out now for sure. But there anyway, <laughs> so no, we 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 we're going off in a in a variety of of uh, directions. So it, it's <laughs> it's and that it's such an incredible incredible music and musical oh. history, of course, from Russia. Well, best of luck and. and Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing this with us this morning.